Yeah, can you just double check your internet connection because you keep freezing? I'm. I don't see myself freezing. You're seeing me freezing. Of course you don't. No, yeah, you're, you're not going to see yourself freeze necessarily. Well, I don't see it's, any of you guys it's, pausing. It's stuttering. Am I sure? And my internet connection is at the highest it can what? be right now. Okay, you wait think we're lying? Two people, yeah, two people. No, I'm, not saying, <laughs> I'm, not saying, I'm not saying that you're, you're lying. You're making it up. This is a new motherfucking intro. Because someone don't want their voice on the show. So now we have a new motherfucking intro. So sit back and enjoy the fucking show. Welcome to Decoding 40. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you just heard that amazing intro. So you know what that means. This is another jam-packed hour of Decoding 40. This is your boy L.O.A.K.A. The Drinker's Drinker. And I'm here for you to serve as your humble host for the week. I am joined with my friends. Yo, what's up? It's your boy Ben the Building and A.K. Bob the Builder. Uh, this is Alaric. Hmm. Bob the Builder. Yeah, Bob the Builder. That's a nice little throwback reference. Hell yeah. My 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 hit feels like Bob the Builder got hit by a truck. <laughs> it's Bob the Builder with a bad hip. <laughs> Bob the Builder has arthritis. Jesus Christ, that would get me a weed brownie for my arthritis in my cataract. I can't build anymore because my hands hurt so much from the arthritis. This PBS show has been brought to you by Moltrin. <laughs> Moltrin. Give me five Moltrins. Oh, boy. All right, guys. Let's see who wants to start us off this week with the check-in. So, yeah, the Bob the Builder reference uh, means that I am in pain because I spent, <laughs> we spent uh, yesterday, me and the wife finished up our backyard. She went and picked out the paint for the deck and um, the stain. I was going to say shellac. <laughs> so she uh she you know she did all of that and we went you know yesterday we the backyard still needed some work so we had to fucking rake and put down the mulch and then you have to put down this like fabric to keep the weeds from growing back and at the end of the night we were finally finished uh we we lit a fire and uh you know just relax and at one point i just hear some snoring it was my wife she had fell asleep we <laughs> and I was like, I heard her snoring and I'm like, I'm like almost there. Like my eyes are like real heavy outside, but it was beautiful. You know, the fire was just providing just enough warmth. It was a little bit of a cool breeze last night, but it was beautiful, man. I had a good time. And um, also I finished my second book, audible book on uh, this week. Nice. Yeah. Yes, this this is called the this story is called the Book of Jericho, and it's about an African American mercenary type who has his own security company, who then helps, uh, who gets hired by this uh, like senator, congressman type person, lobbyist or something like that, and it's got you know espionage. <laughs> did you read little, the book? No, I did. I I did read the book, but it's about the spoiler alert. The whole whole book. No, I'm not. I'm just he's a lawyer type, lobbyist type. Yeah, yeah. He helps this rich guy. All right, but it's a it's a good book. You know, it was a lot of work. It was it was one of those books that was a lot of work, and I'm just glad to have finished it. The book is done. I downloaded it on Friday, and the guy reached back out to me this weekend. Was like, oh, I'll listen to it over the weekend. Now I'm just waiting for him to finally approve it so it goes through acx hmm. and they uh, they distribute it and i didn't know that the books are 
available on Amazon as well as iTunes. And it was another service that I didn't, I forgot about, but I didn't know that it was on Apple as well. Yeah, promoted. So talk, talk more about the other book that you finished. That was a good book. That was that was kind of it had like a bit of a religious angle to it. I don't know if you guys listened to it because I sent you guys some copies of it. But um, oh, I didn't realize. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I started to download simple. it. Yeah, no, I started no, no, no. to download it, but then Amazon hit me with, "Oh, this is not a new account. You have to pay." I was like, "Oh, oh, wow!" So that's how it works. Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know. I just thought it was a free. A free no, it's tier. fine. I'll pay. I just didn't. Yeah. I was gonna just listen to it, but I I'll listen to it this weekend. Well, well the sample got me got me wanting to listen to the whole book. It's it's actually uh, really good. I you did a good job. Yeah, I appreciate yeah, that, man. Smart. You know what I mean. But I, I like that book because the gentleman that she was writing about, there were I f- I can see some similarities there because he dealt with the passing of his mother to cancer, his wife. The guy had a, a crazy life, and it all centers around his belief in God and how he's had he you know he had miracles happen to him, quote unquote, and how we all deal as young men, you know, dealing mm-hmm. with our mortality, the mortality of others, just being a regular guy, going through life and doing things and then kind of coming back and becoming, you know, you find God at one point or another. And he he kept pushing it away, kept pushing it away, pushing it away. And finally, you know, he kind of gave into it and became Christian. But the guy lived a wild life, you know, drugs and, and women and all types of shit. But good book. Um, If, you know, please go out and listen to it. The title of that book is A Thread That Binds by Avalon. Nice. So you felt you were personally connect, connected to that story. Yeah. In, in a lot of, a lot of senses, a lot of, especially that, you know, again, when he was talking about his mom and everything else and his father was kind of remind me a little bit of my stepfather. Um, this particular, you know, he was, he was adopted. His, his mother couldn't have children. So she wound up adopting him and his sister. Mm. Um, so, um, and the, him and the father had issues and the father, I think, you know, kind of was a drinker, kind of abusive and stuff like that. And, you know, he dealt with this father. He actually, the beginning of the book is him actually having a fight with his father. Mm. It was an interesting read. One or two chapters kind of choked me up because he's talking about his mother and, and her passing. So mm. uh, I had I had a good time doing the book. Um, the author loved the result of it. And now it's in Australia and all over the world. Hopefully start selling some books so I can make some money. Nice. Yeah. Uh, like I said, I can't wait to listen to it. Feed a hungry voiceover artist. <laughs> Support that. Support that. Yeah, man. But uh, basically, that's my check-in. Nice. Thank you, sir. Brother Alaric, what say you? I am uh, back home. And um, unfortunately, we weren't able to record last week because I was in a shitstorm in San Diego. And it was actually a great gig, but it was just way heavier than I thought it was going to be. So... We usually record at 8.30, and I think I was texting you guys at like 9.15. I'm not going to make it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the day went long, and I didn't I didn't really account for the time difference because usually it works out even if I'm on the West Coast. It has worked out, or I'm running in, and, and we, we still make it, but this time it was like, no, it, it wasn't going to happen. But it was, it was a great trip. I love San Diego. It's an amazing city. It's beautiful. The weather's always amazing. It was actually cooler there than it was here. I think it was really, yeah. Like I think a couple of days you guys had like you hit like the nineties, and there was like seventy five. But they have more mild weather days than any other city 
in the country. I, I believe that that statistic is is correct. And um, back in the day, we used to shoot um, fashion catalog there because their weather is so mild. And um, I was going to link up with a friend of the show, uh, Matt Furman. <laughs> um, I was going to hook up with uh, Matt Furman, a uh, friend of the show, because he moved out there, I think, just prior to the pandemic or during the pandemic. And um, he caught COVID. <laughs> Damn it. So, so we ended up not meeting up. Uh, so I hope he's doing well. Get better soon. Was it COVID or was it the monkey box? <laughs> uh, I hope it wasn't monkey pox. Right? I hope it wasn't monkey pox. I'm serious. Like monkey pox yeah. is scary. It's for me, it's scarier than COVID. Is it? Yeah. I haven't dialed not- into what this really is other than that article that we read. You're not going to die from monkey pox. But you're gonna look terrible. Damn, Nick, what happened to you? Got monkey pox or something? Your face all fucked up. I, oh God, no. I, so is it like a variant of the chicken pox? No, it's a completely different virus. It comes straight from monkeys. Mm. <laughs> it comes straight from like chicken pox comes straight from yeah. chickens. I get it. Yeah, exactly. And AIDS comes from monkeys too. So right. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. So uh, no. No, uh, no COVID, no monkeypox. Um, but yeah, back in back in in New York, and um, it's funny. Like when you, I think that I'm coming back home and, and I'm done with work, that you get a rest. But no, it's like you you jump out of one pot right into the next pot, and, oh, for sure. and it's immediately you come through the door, and it's like, Daddy, <laughs> and then it, it all begins all suit up, <laughs> yeah. So you just switch gears. That's really all that happens. But, you know, I really miss the family. It's kind of hard being on the road because it's basically two weeks. I was home for a little less than 24 hours while wow. I was gone again. You know, so. I'm sure your wife is like, well, it was tougher for me, my friend. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. It absolutely is because the, the workload on her gets uh, doubled. But, you know, I'm, I'm happy to be home. And it's it's weird because. In just two weeks, it seems like they know a lot more stuff. What they talk about, how they're talking to each other, the phrases that they use, all of a sudden it's like, where did that come from in just two weeks? Yeah, and the, the development stage that your kids are at, that happens just, it's so rapid. I didn't really talk about this. Um, I had planned to talk about this, and I don't know how I, I skipped over it, but there's a rites of passage with a father and a son when the son gets his first haircut and we finally cut uh, my son's hair because it was getting out of control. (laughs) It was, you know, like he just wouldn't allow you to comb it anymore. And we're like, we can't keep sending you to school like this because they're going to call CPS thinking that you're being neglected. And Miss Birdness. Excuse me, sir. <laughs> it's not appropriate. It's, it's, hello, is this Dyfus? Yes. There's a child here who looks like buckwheat, and we don't know what's going on with his hair. <laughs> There's a family of pigeons in his head. Yeah. <laughs> he found corn kernels in a now later. <laughs> this child's fro. We always had snacks. Good for yeah. him. <laughs> we don't know where he we don't know where he keeps it. <laughs> But, you know, when when he was born, he was born with a mohawk. And like from then we were like, oh, this kid's so cool. We love his hair. And then, you know, (laughs) now it was like 
okay, now it's not so cool anymore and it looks crazy. And we're like, we told him either we're going to, you're going to allow our babysitter to braid it or go to the barber. And he said, uh, let's go to the barber. Really? So, yeah. I can imagine him saying, uh, father, mother, I've thought about this and I would prefer <laughs> to go to the barber. Right. I've made an appointment on the Google. <laughs> um, I'll have a number seven. I have a seven on the post today. Yes. As a matter of fact, I have the Booksy app. I uh, yes, I have already I, I claimed made, my barber. I've made an appointment. I'd like a a low fade with a half moon, <laughs> and I'll be needing these supplies: a do rag, a, a brush, and some sporting waves and some Dax. <laughs> Heavy. So there's this old uh, Haitian barbershop that I used to run past in the morning and they're open at like 7 a.m. I don't know who's getting a haircut at 6.30, a.m. I would love to get my haircut that, that, well, my face shaved that early. Well, I'm going to give you the address because these I'm dudes... I'm not going that, all the way to Brooklyn because by the time I get to Brooklyn, my barber <laughs> will be showing up. I just assumed that they were like some old... Haitian mafia dudes because <laughs> there's no reason for you to be open doing haircuts that time of day. But then I thought about all of the all of the Haitian cab drivers, exactly uh, municipal workers. Yep. You know, so yeah. this is like the time you can go in there and get a quick haircut. Absolutely. Anyway, so I decided to take him there. It took about 15 minutes for them to decide who was going to cut his hair. And I don't know what they were saying in Creole, but, you know, I, I think they don't really like cutting kids hair because no. you know kids they're gonna move their head and, yep. and you know they get zeked and and then it's their fault but this guy came in he did his haircut and um now it's so wild because now he looks like he doesn't look like a baby anymore mm. now all of a sudden he looks like a little man now mm. I love that. my oldest hated getting haircuts like literally dreaded getting haircuts and it's so funny because now he has his hair he has locks so he hasn't cut his hair in years at this point mm-hmm. well he cuts the sides he gets his sides faded and my youngest who is now nine going on ten has never had a haircut he's got a little afro right no he keeps it in braids for the most part corn rules and yeah little little he's riley. a little riley yeah so I would love to cut his hair, but he's just not having it. He used to say he was going to get his cut hair cut around nine to ten, but now he's like, "No, nah, it's not going to happen." He's like, <laughs> "He's like, I'm Samson, nigga. All the powers in my hair. I'm the bitches, and the, and the sixth grade bitches love it, nigga. Don't you touch my hair? As a matter of fact, I want my nails done, and don't cut my pinky nail either. <laughs> you just that's what because I'm rubbing it through sugar like yeah. a <laughs> numbing his tongue with sugar <laughs> numbing his gums with sugar <laughs> I'll take my cornflakes with extra sugar <laughs> oh man just oh, know, taking, taking him to the barbershop just reminded me of like when I was a kid hmm. and and uh, my father took me was, he used to take me to, to get my hair cut and um, I remember this one time I think I think at that point I was just getting like it was like a low afro and he took me to John's Barbershop on Linden Boulevard in St. Albans. And it wasn't John. It was the other old dude that was in there. And Shaky this mo- that motherfucker <laughs> stayed drunk. Shaky dog. Shaky dog. He <laughs> stayed drunk, right? So he's cutting me on the top. Now, now he's supposed to be like just evening it up. His guard falls off. 
Oh, and he digs me. Oh. <laughs> so now I got a big ball spot on the right side of my head. That so means now, it's free, right? I don't know if my dad paid for it. Or <laughs> I, I was freaking out because now he's got to shave my head and I got to go to school on Monday. This Friday and I got to go to school on Monday. You're like, Lord, please put, let my this nigga put, hold up. Michael this Jordan wasn't out yet. <laughs> hold up. This nigga was putting plant grow in his head. <laughs> but yeah, I, I survived. I think I might have got a hat that day. Yeah, I'm sure you did. Yeah. But um, yeah, I, I enjoy I enjoyed that moment of, you know, getting his haircut for the first time. And uh, I'm going to share some of those photos with you guys. Yeah, please do. Yeah, sure. man. We'd love that's to great. see it. That's but anyway, that's my check-in. Nice. Well, thank you, sir. Thank you. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Word. Uh-huh. Yeah. Decoding 40. My check-in is, uh, speaking of Brooklyn, I actually made it out to Brooklyn. I really missed it. And uh, there was a, a brother. I wanted to give him a shout-out. Oh, uh, City Slickers. And it's a very interesting spelling so it's like city s and liquors he had uh like nutcrackers and and you know drinks Mm -hmm. that he was selling at the at the uh, festival i had one and i was like i don't care what i'm doing today i am going to feel incredibly nice for the rest of the afternoon although i was upset i did wind up leaving one of my bottles on a bench over by the brooklyn pier and it was like 15, 20 minutes later, we were walking. And I was like, wait, where's my bag? Realized that I had left it on the bench. So there there was a happy, what is, what is oh, this one here? Hold yeah. up. What is this one here? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Who left? And it's not even open yet. You know, like, like in Pulp Fiction when the, uh, they open the case and it's just that gold light. <laughs> If, if if somebody was dare, uh, daring enough to open that bag, they, yeah. they definitely got a uh, pot of gold because that was my other uh, Casamigos drink. And I was oh, wow. thoroughly pissed. Th- but that, that's uh, that. Hold up. That's too that's too uh, high class for. for I know. Is this Casamigos? <laughs> this is delicious. Nick. It burns more expensive. <laughs> it's expensive. <laughs> but uh, no, it was a good time. We, we walked. Um. My first summer job was cleaning the gutters and the the tree. Uh, uh, what do you call it? The tree where the trees are, are rooted that? in the block. The tree area. The tree area. Yeah, the technical word, the tree area. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think it's it the is the area where term. the tree is. <laughs> tree area. But in retrospect, I did not realize that I was a minion for the gentry. And that was a part of the beginning of the gentrification of uh, Atlantic Avenue and, and Borham Hill. But yeah, other than that, uh, had a great memories. There was a shop that um, or a restaurant that my wife and I used to take my oldest son to called the Moxie down on Atlantic Avenue, which is no longer there, unfortunately. But it was great because kids could run up and down all over the place while parents yeah. drank. And it was yeah. like this was made for us. And then of all the things you could say about city planning and community design, they have actually done a fabulous job down by uh, the Brooklyn Pier in mm-hmm. terms of the amenities and um, just it feels like you're in a different world. You feel like you're almost That's outside true. of New York City. It's true. Um, it feels safe. It feels fun. And I don't know about the canoeing <laughs> in the East River, 
that I would pass on every day. Yeah, but, I would pass on that too. Because <laughs> you imagine is some of that water splashing your mouth? It, oh. no, that's what I'm saying. If that fucking canoe tips over and your head is submerged <laughs> in the East River, kill yourself. Yeah, <laughs> really. Like, you need to kill yourself. No need. No need. You were dying three days, so uh, right. your time yo. for this world is not long. Hold up, there's a part in the movie Robocop where I think like a vat of like some sort of toxic waste falls on one of the one of the criminals, and the dude is like literally melting, and some car comes along and smashes him into a bits. That's basically the same thing that will happen to you if you get dipped in the East River. It feels you will that just way. be melting as you come out. Oh, and they've got this little bay area where they put sand down. And my niece was no. like, she wanted to go to the beach, yeah. and it looks like a beach. And we were like, no, you can't go. You can't swim in that water. No. That's not going to work. But uh, <laughs> but other than that, I mean, it's the the hotel is down there, uh, which is extremely expensive. Um, but I do want to get to the rooftop at one point. Uh, hopefully, this yeah, summer. that bar is sick. I've heard. Yeah, I haven't been there, but I've yeah. heard. Yeah, it's just great. They got ice cream, they got food, uh, drinks, everything is down there. So uh, kudos to them. But other than that, it has been a very light week. Um, the only funny thing that happened to me the other day uh, was these two kids were arguing. We have four elevators in our building to go even, to go odd. We we're on the odd side and the two, one kid was on the even side and one kid was on the odd side. So I'm walking into the elevator and the kids have gone back and forth as to which elevators they should take. And the older kid on the even bank is saying, don't go up those elevators. And the kid is saying, well, I can do that. I can, I can go up these elevators. It doesn't make a difference. I could just walk down. So I'm like, I don't care. So I walk into the elevator. I push my floor and I push close. But by the time the door is closed, the other kid is uh, walking back and he says, oh, you can just go. <laughs> I'm glad he gave you permission. Right. So I look at him and I go, I know as the door is closed. <laughs> <laughs> I don't wait for kids. Like, I don't wait for kids. Like, Yo, that was that was petty. <laughs> it was. You needed to let him know. <laughs> right. I got this. I, got I, I couldn't this. let him get straight. <laughs> <laughs> you little shit. <laughs> like, how dare you even voice like you're giving me permission? Ugh. Oh, man. <laughs> On that note, Earth is still trash, but this is Leon, and I'm done speaking. All right. Interesting altercation happened uh, not too long ago in Irvington. New Jersey, everything township, New Jersey, where the police have charged an assistant manager of a business known to us as Dollar Tree for a violent attack on a customer. And according to a statement released at approximately 7.09 p.m., officers were responding to the Dollar Tree store located at 886 Springfield Avenue to investigate reports of a fight inside the establishment. And when the police arrived, they found the male customer and a female employee exchanging a heated conversation in front of the store. What they missed and all they were only able to capture by video was that this female manager was thrashing this brother only because he refused to retaliate. So the question was posed, when is it appropriate for a man to defend himself against a woman who is physically attacking him? If ever and if not, 
please state your case. But if there is a reason, please let us know what that line is. This case is crazy, right? But I, I saw another video today. This answers the question whether you're going to hit this woman or not. This particular woman found out that the gentleman was cheating on her. So she took his mother's ashes and dumped them into the water in some river somewhere. Uh, wait a minute. This is two totally different stories, right? It is two. It's two okay, totally different right, stories. Okay. But my my point is like that right there. Just I just want to I just want to point out the story is real, but that video mm-hmm. is a prank. Is is uh? It's on somebody's TikTok. She just joke videos, okay. but the story is real. But my my point being that that's probably the line for me. Like I would be losing my mind, and I don't think anyone in who has lost a parent would have their asses disrespected like that. That that would be the, I think, would be the line for me. So in that instance, there was no physical harm done to the man. There was emotional harm for sure. And yeah. you think that's a line where it would warrant? Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, what? Think- Are you out of your fucking mind? Because it's not like you can go back and retrieve the ashes. They're gone. It's, 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 it's over. Yeah, you, you, know, you and, and you and my mom's ashes are going to be in the river. <laughs> yeah, at the very least. And my thing is, in, in that situation, there is no coming back. We're not we're not getting back together after that. Like, how the fuck do you even rationalize it in your brain? We're getting back together again. Back to the story with the, the dude in the store. Mm-hmm. There's ways of defending yourself without knocking somebody the fuck out either. I mean, he could have. I don't know. Again, from what I saw the video, this woman wasn't you know, four foot nine. She was sizable woman. She was, she looked like she could, she can throw some blows. And she she did. And hurt. And that's what I'm saying. And they hurt. So it's not like, you know, oh, they love Taff. No, she's, she's winding up. I I think you have a right to defend. You can't just let somebody just haul off and beat on you like that. You know, I'm sorry. You got to just, you got to, and again, with enough warning, stop hitting me. I'm telling you to stop. I'm not even sure why anybody gives that warning. I mean, like, you're physically threatened. Yeah, Hold on, I just want to quickly mention, we're going to uh, put a link to this video in the show notes so you can watch it for yourself. Yeah, please watch it before you comment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We are clearly not advocating. <laughs> not, that we, not that we are against uninformed opinions. Right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and we, we, are, we are by no means advocating that you should hit a woman, but... Come on. And it comes to a situation like what, what Rick just said. If you're if now you're risking bodily harm where something can yeah. happen. That's the like part that mistaken shit happen. Yeah, that's the part that concerned me. And there's a guy on this video who is encouraging him not to do anything. And I think that advice goes but so far, because yeah. after a while, once you've taken a number of blows, you have to make sure that you're OK, because she could have gotten a lucky punch or an unlucky punch as far as he's concerned and damaged his eye, his jaw right. or something. Right. And then when she took him to the ground or they somehow made it to the ground, there's another gentleman that rushes the guy who's being attacked. And I wanted to know who that person was. Let's just call him bitch ass. Let's call him Ben. <laughs> yeah. Let's call him Mr. A ben. Let's Mr. Call him ben. Mr. Ben. Mr. Ben. In your mind, did he think did you think he was trying to defend her? You know what? Was... I, I think he was, he heard all of it. Cause like in the video, you hear all this chatter about, right. you can't do that to a woman. Meanwhile, he's the one being manhandled. Anyway, mm-hmm. you can't do that to a woman. 
right? So she's got a handful of his locks and like dragging him around the store. And she's been doing it for at least two minutes. And in order to get her to release his hair, he grabs hers. Mm. And that's when they end up going to the ground. Got it. Okay. And that's when Mr. Ban mm. jumps in and is like, you can't do that to a woman. Oh, what about what she's doing to you? Right. And if I'm not mistaken, she maced this guy also. She maced, she maced him and him. then knuckled him up. I only watched the video once. What was the genesis of all of this? Apparently, he went to the register. The price of the the whatever he was buying was a dollar oh nine. He only had a dollar, and they didn't he they didn't want to give him a ten cent discount or let him go to ten cents. Are you joking? I, I am. <laughs> <laughs> That's Yo, so I was like, I think I'm buying this, but hold on. But you, but but listen, there have I'm sure you've been in those stores where there's been arguments for less. Honestly, that, that well, we talked about like, this the other week, and that, this is the dollar it, store. Like, come on, right? Like, you know, like you're not arguments buying. are being triggered for the smallest things right now. Yes, but he was remarkably calm. Considering what was happening to him, yeah, he was. And I got to give it up to him. Now his his man that was taking the video, who's like, "Don't do nothing, Geech. Don't do nothing." He had the right approach initially, because you got to get a, enough of abuse that you can sue the companies. But at a certain point, you got to protect yourself, like because I I think she could have really hurt him. Geech gonna be in court with the motherfucking like in all the eighty sitcoms with the motherfucking wheelchair and the neck brace. <laughs> <laughs> On the evening in question, Your Honor, I walked to the Dollar Tree to get myself a Three Musketeer. This bitch attacked me. Yeah, like all I wanted was a Snicker. Well, he's about to get a payday. Yeah, <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> and it'll only be a dollar. Uh huh. Oh man. What's good, people? This is Alaric. If you like the show, then make sure you subscribe to Decoding 40 on IG, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, Twitter, Tumblr, Reddit, um, Tumblr. Did I say Tumblr? Fluor. That's new. It's brand new. Just came out. Flug, Etsy, Pinterest, Friendster, Hamster, X-Hamster. Oh, wait. That's my private account. Don't follow that. Decoding 40. Moving on, let's talk about politics in the most funniest way possible. <laughs> is that your intro to the segment, or yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm getting it. I'm working it up. I'm warming it up. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, I think right. Herschel Walker, who is well, first Dumb. let me give you some background. In, in the event that you don't know who Herschel Walker is, he is an American former football running back, a bobsledder, which I actually forgot he was a bobsledder. Mm. mixed martial artist and currently a politician who is running for U.S. Senate in Georgia, although he has not lived in Georgia for years. But he did play college football in the University of Georgia and uh, did not earn a degree. <laughs> I say that to say because he said that he didn't earn his degree. Why are you lying, Craig? So as a GOP uh, Senate candidate, you forgot certified dumb dumb. Certified <laughs> dumb dumb. Yes. Yeah. I should have led with that, actually. You're right. <laughs> so as a GOP candidate, um, he is running against uh, Democratic Senator Raphael Warnock in this upcoming primary. Um, and the former football star appears to be positioned as a strong uh, challenger 
However, he is having some serious hiccups along the way. One notable hold up. And we say hiccups meaning talking. <laughs> right. <laughs> hiccups talking. equals actually using words. Just but having a don't necessarily words and sentences. Right. Don't <laughs> actually mean anything. Particularly, he was recently asked by Manu Raju of CNN. What are his thoughts on uh, the Democrats' uh, legislation on gun control? And he said something to the effect of, "I I'll know. Let me let me see it. I I, I until then I I will know." He said, "See me outside. How about that? see me outside? How about that?" <laughs> hut hut one hut two. <laughs> so what I I just did we go we go. Uh, I I took the ball, sir. We're asking about guns, so I took the ball in the end zone. They looked at me. I told them, I said, "Hey, hey what about guns?" That mother. <laughs> well, about, I would love to talk to her. Boys that look at girls, they don't want to talk about that. <laughs> As a matter of fact, Killer Mike has an interview I still want to watch with Herschel mm. where he explains critical race theory. And he mm. does it almost flawlessly where mm. I think... Killer Mike? Yes. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so, Kill, no, sorry. Killer Mike explains hold, critical hold, race theory hold up, to hold Herschel hold, Walker. Hold oh. on. I just, I, I, just had this, I just had this vision of the motherfucker dumber than dirt. But when it comes to critical, critical race theory... <laughs> <laughs> like he knows everything about critical race. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. to be very clear, Killer Mike explains mm-hmm. critical race theory to Herschel Walker. Yeah. And I feel like there was a flicker of acknowledgement in what he was saying that it actually makes sense because he appealed to his understanding of what it means to be a Southern farmer and what subsidies mean to farmers. Mm-hmm. And what Killer Mike was saying is that if if you understand that race plays a factor in how this money and how these subsidies have been distributed traditionally in America, you can understand how race is a factor. And that's what critical race theory does. It's trying to analyze and assess the impact, and particularly from a liberal standpoint, how have liberal policies and legislation affected Black people, which is totally missed by conservatives, which Mm -hmm. I Mm -hmm. think if they took a moment to read it, they probably would jump on that. And he said, wait, wait, wait. That's not what they told me. Exactly. But, Timmy but the Tabby, thing is, the clip doesn't really allow Herschel to respond. It just has him going, ugh. So, <laughs> Yo, and, I'm, and I'm interpreting can... that ugh as a sense of Ooh. acknowledgement and agreeance. Hold on. I, I, I saw that video of um, Killer Mike, brief, briefly discussing what you just talked about. Mm-hmm. If you could think of a sound effect that was happening inside of Herschel Walker's head, <laughs> it was definitely crickets, my nigga. It was like, <laughs> like, like, like some southern loud crickets. Like it got louder as, as, as the race theory. Crickets got so loud that you couldn't even hear anything but the crickets. I think music was playing in his head, and yeah, particularly music? boogie music. Like, must be the music that's turning me on. <laughs> Did Dion think some of that? <laughs> I like that song. I, lo- I love that song. I love that song. Ugh. Ugh. Um, so, I know we make fun, but I am absolutely positive that Herschel Walker has CTE. His brain seems to be pretty scrambled. 
Like oh, he can't. It's mush. It's there's no. Mush. There's no coherent thought. Right. They're probably feeding him the answers, and he's yeah. hearing the last part, yeah. and trying to connect it to applesauce. Like yeah. he has absolutely no idea what's happening right now. So I, I was, so I, uh, you know, uh, critical race theory. So I was using duct tape, right, and I was taping, <laughs> and I didn't even know that tape came from ducks. So I was uh, sitting here and I decided to have a sandwich. And then someone talked about guns. I said, I don't play with guns, but anyway, I have a turkey and cheese with lemon on it. I said, why I got lemon on it? I said, because I like lemon juice. And then they sprayed a little bit of applesauce with it. I said, well, what's good with applesauce? I said, pork chops. Yeah. That's what happened. That's why I support That's why I support them, right? I think what what's really saddening about this situation is it, it's beyond Herschel. It's beyond right. We're talking about Dr. Oz. It's this, I can't even really put a word to it other than it's fucking ridiculous. Like this is, this is the, we're like caricatures now in world politics. Like you have these characters, you got your Marjorie Taylor greens. You got your, uh, what's the, what's the other bo- Bobo head out there? They call it Bobo. Bo- Bobo. Uh, what's you Bobo? got, uh, her name is Bobbit, but they call Bobbit. her Bobo. Bobo, right? She's a, she's an idiot. She's but out in the have... Midwest. She's the one that carries guns. She was Lo- like Lauren Bobart. Yeah, Lo- oh, Lauren Bobart. Bobart. Oh. Yeah. Right. She she's uh she's basically the 2022 version of uh Sarah Palin. Rush. I see Russia from my house. Yeah. Right. I I look at this stuff and it and it's you know and and I go back to what L always says your Earth this ghetto it's it, it's like are we real is this really happening right now like to hear this man talk this man is running for senate is to, for right. senate like they make as far as i know they make like important decisions there right like this shit is not a this is supposed, supposed to right it's a, supposed to be it's not a joke so you you've literally you've re, you've literally created this candidate so you're going to control they're going to control everything he does what, what, what is he going to but but here's the thing sign his name to things he is no different really than mitch mcconnell mitch mcconnell can put some sentences together but he is yes. being going he's going to be controlled with the same veracity as any other senator or a congressperson so really what that. it's what i think they're saying is that we can put any dumb dumb in this role mm-hmm. it doesn't matter yeah mm-hmm. it doesn't matter He's going to be a hell of an add-on to the to the Coke parties. Whatever cognitive abilities Mitch McConnell has, he is lacking all of it. Like he he's he's not <laughs> able to. He, he I don't know. Well, like, but, I, I honestly think that we. But, are, but look at the device that Mitch McConnell actually he, uses is avoidance and denial. That's all he does. Yeah, but I, I at least at least you know it's his plan or he's part of that plan. He's not fucking a robot. Like everybody knows that Mitch McConnell is a Sith Lord. I, I think I, I agree that he is participating in it where Herschel is just kind of going along for the ride. Right. I don't even think he knows he's on the ride. No, he doesn't. <laughs> I don't think he, he knows he's on the ride. I, I, honestly, I don't. My what thing is. What was that Eddie Murphy movie where the alien, he was an alien that was living oh, inside yeah, of yeah. prison? Oh, yeah, Dave. That's what's happening Dave. right now, Dave. Well, you know what's funny? What's not so funny, but like you just said, I don't think he's aware of it, and I don't think he can even read a teleprompter. Because I don't think he like, can read. What are you talking about a teleprompter? I don't think he thinks. I think he doesn't know what he thinks. <laughs> I think his thoughts. Until they let him know. Him. Just, and they yo, don't know what gonna, they're thinking. Hold up, he's gonna wake up. What am I doing here? What, Washington D.C. Y'all supposed to be back? I'm supposed to be in Texas. 
I, I can see him going to, to the Congress, phone. sitting in the Texas senator's seat. I live in Texas. And then he's going to beat him up. And then that's going to make the news. They're going to they're be like, Herschel, come with us. you got to sit <laughs> over here in the blue seat, sir. <laughs> right. We've colored it for you. Yo, he's, 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 he's going to be in the House of Representatives every time. And they're going to be looking for him in the Senate chamber. <laughs> America right now is the Mercedes-Benz F1 race car speeding towards the fucking brick wall right now because we are we are going so fast that we cannot control this shit is out of control we're about to crash do you know how close we are to being in an america we no longer recognize first of all we've got a supreme court that has leaned so far conservative that we're about to it hasn't been enacted yet but we're about to do away with women's right to choose whatever they decide to do with their own bodies Mm -hmm. that's the first step Right now, all of these judges that Trump was putting in there, putting in there, putting in there, putting in there, the possibility that the Senate and Congress gets overturned in the next election and the presidency possibly going to a Republican. This is a scary situation. Gilead, that's what they're that's what they're planning. You know, what's what I find ironic, how when uh, Obama was in power all of these right wing, uh, super conservative people started talking about, oh, we're going to we're going to be a Muslim country. We're going to have Sharia law. What's the difference? First the of all, they don't even know what Sharia law is. But, but secondly, no, they are moving towards it. That's what I'm saying. That's so what's the that's because they don't know what it is. That's that. But that's that's my point. They look at they say they see Islam bad. The Christian values and the Islamic values and the Jewish values from the Old Testament are pretty much the same kind of. Yes. Whether you speak, you know, Hebrew or you speak, uh, uh, you know, Arabic or whatever, it's all the same kind of rules in the beginning here. And and we're damn near there. What you just said, Rick, if these motherfuckers win, win the, the, the Senate and the presidency and they don't even have to be you, Trump, it could be any anybody. I think they're going to get this guy. Think, for think of how they're going to activate these Proud Boys, all of these militias, and then they can do whatever the fuck they want. Right. Mm -hmm. Because then there's no one to hold them accountable. What are you going to do? Sue them, take them to court, take them to the Supreme Court, put them in front of a congressional hearing. Who's going to check them? We're not checking them now. And we got and we have we have the majority. I just heard something uh, recently. It happened. I don't know when they, they ruled on this, but basically the Supreme Court said that if you get arrested, get tried for a crime and you're on death row or you got life imprisonment. Yeah. If even if you're proven innocent, it doesn't mean that you can get out of jail. Proof of innocence doesn't does not mean that you can get out of jail. Right. So that, like, I don't even say how to, what the fuck is that? Terms. Exactly. How does that even make sense to you to even and, to, and, to and rule on that? And that was a death sentence case. So they're willing to kill you even though they have evidence that you are not the person that actually because they because they've wasted too much money on you and you, you we got to kill you now all that death row money all the meals they want to get they this shit is like yo because I, this I, this I, is this is targeting people who don't look like them or they don't associate with people who might be in this sort of predicament who are of no value to them exactly 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 Herschel Walker is no value to me I don't, I don't, he's you know, com- I, he's a comedic 
fertile ground. He's a, I mean, it, oh, he is. He is. And on the opposite side that you have uh, Dr. Oz, who's running for Senate. And you and and you hear this guy talking right now. He sounds like a Trump robot. He sound he he got the playbook. The only difference between him and Herschel is that Oz can can do complete sentences and can read from a teleprompter mm. because they sound the same as far as well. Herschel would like to sound like Doctor Oz. Okay, but I mean, but Doctor Oz sounds ridiculous if you've seen any of his yes, uh, uh, yes. A, a campaign ads, mm-hmm. and he's supposedly shoot skeet shooting, like. Yeah, I believe you are a, a trained skeet shooter, Dr. Oz. There was a question during their uh, Republican uh, debate <laughs> in Pennsylvania where they asked the people there, should Ukrainians be able to come into the country with like no problem, basically, was the question. And part two is, what about the people at the south of the border? And everybody on that panel, oh, Ukrainians should be able to come in, no problem. But those people at the South, you know, those drug cartels and all those people and blah, blah, blah. And I'm thinking, this is how fucking skewed and fucked up it is. There may not be a war happening in any of these Central American countries. but Oh, there's a war. But but no, no, there's a drug war and they are being they're they're being subjected to violence as as much as Ukrainians are. And they, they're, they're putting they're painting this face of Ukrainians as being all nice. You know that they're fucking the Ukrainians. Some of them, some of these people are getting these javelin missiles and selling them on the dark web for how much? Thirty thousand dollars a piece to buy to, to selling javelin javelin missiles. Mm. How do you even get on a dog web? Yeah, motherfuckers will not cut me off on the FDR. (laughs) (laughs) Do we have a problem? (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) That shoot, that don't shoot right through the sunroof. But no, I, I, I'm just, you know, it's like, you know, this whole us and them shit, man, and and how they can say, well, the Ukrainians are okay, but. Don't let those fucking Mexicans in or don't let the people in South America. And they're going through the same thing. They're being they're being persecuted and murdered. I mean, yeah. it's obvious what the message is at this point. It's of clearly course. like brown, bad, black, bad, white, good. Unless you're Herschel. That's Herschel Walker. That, that was actually Herschel Walker. Uh, <laughs> right. That's his campaign stump speech. That's that's an ex- excerpt from one of his speeches. <laughs> Vote for me. That's, that's how he ends on his speeches. Brown, black, bad, black, bad. White good. White good. Walker. <laughs> <laughs> All this. right. Hey, bitches. Thank you for listening to Decoding 40. Moving on to the <laughs> final segment of this hour. Our girl Monique is back in the news. The the Veteran comedian has been uh, attacking D.L. Hughley over performance in Detroit where um, she was supposed to be, according to her, the headliner, but D.L. was the headliner, and that caused her to go into at least a 10-minute diatribe about D.L., what his uh, initials stand for, why his wife should be ashamed to be married to him, why he's uh, less than a man for attacking her and undermining her. We've talked about Monique before, obviously, with the whole Netflix situation. And um, she is not Eddie Murphy. Yeah, she's definitely not Eddie Murphy. And I remember saying I don't necessarily disagree with her thought about being underpaid. I disagreed with her tactic. And here again, 
she is reinforcing my feelings about how she manages and deals with business. I don't think she knows how to properly deal with business in this industry. Again, I'm not in an industry to the extent that she is, but I do know that there is a way to get things done. This just doesn't appear to be it. And I understand where she wants to get some transparency and visibility on how women, particularly Black women, are being treated in Hollywood. I just don't know it berating one of your colleagues on the show that you both are headlining. And I'm saying both headlining because everything I've seen has been DL and Monique. As a matter yeah. of fact, his name has always come in front of everything that I've seen promoted for the show. The pictures show him larger than her. So that to me visually is suggesting that he is the actual headliner. I don't know how any of this gets you closer to having the sort of um, respect in the industry that you're looking for. As far as the contract is concerned, they, DL came out with the contract again. If it's been manip manipulated or what, we don't. To be clear, know. he did not show the contract. He showed a deal memo. Deal memo. Deal yes. memo. That okay. All right, but my thing is this: she's mad at DL. She she talked about Steve Harvey. They said she went on. Yeah, but like, the, the the details the details matter. My point was, she's mad at these guys, but her husband's the manager and one who negotiated the contract. So. You should be mad at your husband if there's an issue there. If she says that this was the contract that I signed and the, the promoter signed, but DL says, I'm not performing after Monique. That was what she was going off on. That's what she was. That's that was her problem. Right. So is that not dealt with before she gets on stage? Well, apparently there was a refusal to get on stage. That's what she was saying was there. He refused to go on before her. So then he would have been in breach. Well, she just got on stage. Well, this, that doesn't this, make the, sense, bro. The other side so, of it. So what is so what the alt, so she doesn't get on stage. But that's what that's what she said happened. And from right. I that's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm not saying who's right, who's wrong. Yeah. I'm saying you got to so put in context what her issue is. It's not that, you know, she just wanted to get on there and, and talk shit about him. What was she talking shit about? So here, here's here's what I was alluding to. in as I kind of intro this segment. Everything that I saw in terms of promotion, I went I went on to the radio station's Instagram. Everything puts DL before her. Mm -hmm. Imagery, the wording, and I'm saying to myself, she had to see this at some point. Or someone in her camp. Had or someone in her camp had to see like, wait, why is DL's name ahead of mine? Before performing. Mm -hmm. And at that point, if she's being vocal, why not be vocal at that point and say on Instagram, Hey, babies, come in here. Let me talk to you and explain why she's not going to perform or explain why she feels like she's being done wrong in this situation. She said all of it. No, she said okay. it after she, the fact is what I'm saying. She got on stage and explained it all. But like there's no mystery the to it. There, there is a mystery for me. Why not say that before the night of the performance? Because well, what I'm saying well, is there okay, were weeks. So her, beef, her beef was that night was when she discovered she was not the headliner at that moment, but she got on stage anyway. That's so crazy. That's what she, but that's what she said. But Alaric, listen to what but I'm saying. Is, the, All no, of I, the promotion it's not, puts it's DL as the headliner. It says DL and Monique. When do you see the headliner Hold mentioned on. after another person? She gets a contract. I don't know what she sees on social media. Come on. But if I if I have a contract and my contract says this, 
that's what I expect to happen. Mm. So her beef is that what was signed in the contract wasn't actually what happened. I'm not buying that. Well, this, well, this is, you don't, you don't have to buy it. I do. I'm the audience. No, you don't have, she's trying to appeal to. I do have to buy it. You don't have to buy it. No, but you You keep saying I don't have to buy it, but I do because she's trying to appeal to me. You keep saying you don't have to believe her story. And she's full of shit. Okay, fine. She's full of shit, but this is her story. DL DL Hughley argument was, or his statement was, because I watched his statement. He said that basically she had an issue with the headlining thing. He said that when he got to the when he got there to the show, he didn't get there when the show started. He gets there whenever, you know, 20 minutes before he's supposed to get on. He said when he got there, Monique should have been halfway through her act. She came late, got on there and started bitching about the contract. And he said that basically she played this whole thing of getting there late to make the fucking promoters nervous and be like, I don't care who goes on first. And kind of she she tried to she tried to sneak her way into being the headliner. And then when that didn't work, she fucking went off on DL. He said she went up there, talked shit about him. And that's like a tactic of comedians, especially when there's beef between comedians. Or I'm going to I'm going to make it really hard for you to follow me up. And she went up there. She didn't do any material. She went up there. Basically, that's not shit true. About this that's not true. Her, What's her, act, her act started after her rant. And how long did she rant for? 10 minutes at least. Okay. I, I'm not sure. Minutes. You're saying that th- there was no act, but there was an act after her rant. Yeah, but uh, uh, my thing is, like, I'm with L. Like, why would you spend 10, 15 minutes shitting on this nigga and you're working with him? Like, come on. Like, and uh, I, I want to also add. Honestly, honestly, she's unprofessional. Yeah, and she came back on IG like a couple of days later and was like, well, the real issue is what happened back in the 90s with me and DL. So this is some stuff that has just not been resolved that just probably came ago. to a head. Yeah, it I, just came to a head. This, this I, is, I, this, I just wait. Let me finish this point. I think this is a, just another example of I feel like she has a legitimate beef. She does not know how to manage it in public. I will give you that. I think this is a case of a janky promoter. You have one person who has a signed deal memo and you have one person who has a signed contract. So he made an agreement with both of these people to do the exact same thing. So when Monique supposedly shows up late because she's the headliner, but DL shows up 20 minutes before his set because he's the headliner. But they tell her that DL's not going on because or until she performs. Cause he's not he's not performing after Monique, so she goes off on DL because he's a bitch ass nigga. Because this is what he said to the promoter. Then DL goes on. They made a deal. They made the same deal with two different performers. That's what it looks like because they both have receipts. So this is why I say this is a case of a janky promoter. But she went ape shit. She went fucking crazy. She went nuts. Because she felt like it was another situation where she was being taken advantage of. But they both got screwed. He didn't get screwed. Well, yeah, exactly. She screwed So, him. But what, what it, it still does not answer the point that if you're looking at all the promotion, there's a reason why all of our faces and names are aligned on our artwork. There's a reason why we go alphabetical order, just to show that there's no preferential treatment. But if someone's face on our artwork were larger and our name was larger, you would mm-hmm. think that the person whose face and name was larger would have top billing on the show and the other people would be supporting cast. That's a I'm, jump. Do you, do, you fo- do you follow what no, I'm saying? No. You don't follow what I'm saying? 
No, because because I think I think you're making assumptions. No, I'm not making assumptions. I'm I'm I'm. I've not to a seen point. I've not seen every flyer that a Monique. Appeared I'm on. saying go look at the flyer and the artwork. I've seen it. So what I've are you talking it. about? His face and name comes before her in everything that they promoted. Everything. Okay. There so is not so even one why, instance where why isn't she going on less? Because it's DL and Monique. But why is his face larger? Why is his name ahead in everything? Maybe he submitted a headshot and she submitted a full body shot. Wow. Because you are really out here. Are you are you telling me are you telling me that they they both had similar images or did she have a full body shot? Because if you look at it, her body is the same size as his head. No, it's not. You need to look at it again. I'm not going to argue. It's absolutely not. I, I you need to look at it again. There is no way you could look I've at never, that artwork not and seen, not determine not, who is the headliner for that show. That's not how you determine who's the headliner. Are you trying to tell me? I I would headliner. I didn't. I wouldn't determine who has the headliner a smaller is, imprint on any artwork and promo. I'm saying that if I'm the if I'm the performer. I'm not going to determine who's the headliner based on the artwork. That's going to depend on the That's contract that I sign. Stop it. That's disingenuous. Why is it disingenuous? Because that's like saying the marquee. I'm not a if you're looking at a marquee and the headliner's name is lower. No, we're not looking at the marquee. We're looking at a flyer, is what you said. I'm I'm talking about I'm not going to determine poster, actually. what my poster, position is based on a flyer. I'm going to determine what I'm getting paid. What line where I go in the lineup based on the contract that I signed? No, if your name is smaller than someone else, than another performer, you're trying to tell me you think you're still the headliner. If I sign a contract to be the headliner, I'm the headliner. But my my point is, you it doesn't matter what you put on. I might have problems with how you laid out your flyer, but if I sign the contract that. Before I the night of the performance, and say, "Hey, why are you all promoting this?" Why this do you way? think that this is the this is the only thing that she has going on? Here's what I would say. But that's why she has people working for her. But here, that's why here, she has people here's, working here's for her. Here's what I would say. The ball. Here, right. Here's what and I would say. Her husband's not having DLs. If you thought DL was a bigger name and you wanted to make him bigger on the fly, you want to make his head bigger. But in my contract, I'm the headliner. I might have problems with how you laid out a flyer. Because the layout of the flyer doesn't determine what I get paid and what where I fall in the lineup. It absolutely does. You're bugging. Right no, it doesn't. I'm talking about how the way it's promoted. That's telling me, that's signaling to you and anyone else who may buy a ticket who yeah. is the headliner. And how does that affect my contract that you signed? If I'm looking at our artwork and someone presents yes. it and they put your head in the middle, larger than me and Vin, I would say, what are you trying to show or signify here here's why it doesn't make any sense because you're talking about what the audience sees if you're telling me that you are putting my name below someone and you're still telling me at the same time that i am the headliner i'm going to question what's going on then i'm going to go to dl and say dl what what did they say in your contract i'm not going to go on stage and say it's, i'm berate clear, this person it's, it's clear that uh, i'm not sure that you've worked in this in these circles it doesn't work like that Wow. Okay. I, I, I've been to enough concerts. I've seen enough marquees and I've, I've never I've seen, seen where a marquee I, headliner I, was. I don't know how many deal memos you've seen. I've seen enough if contracts have, to know. Have two people, if I have two companies that have similar deal structures signed by the promoter, that means the promoter is doing something shady and lying to both of them.
If oh. you make somebody's head bigger on a flyer, I can have an issue with how the artwork is laid out. But I'm still stepping into the building thinking that this is how it is because this is the contract that I have. Look this is at the, the way the radio station promoted the entire couple of weeks. It's DL and Monique. Okay. As if she's a second thought to this. So if the issue is with DL, that, she is that totally is, that is, in the wrong space. Okay. Again, you're talking about what they're promoting to the audience, not about the contract between the promoter and the performer. The, what I'm the saying contract is, between the promoter and the performer is what she's important. the only one who didn't get the memo that she wasn't the headliner. That's what I'm saying. Because her contract didn't say that. I don't know what her contract said. According to her, well, you well, which is on a Hicks contract paper. The the crazy which is thing weird is to me that, as well. The crazy thing is that you saw DL's deal memo, but you didn't see her. I saw her. her it's on her. It's you on said her you didn't see her contract. contract. No, I I didn't say that. I, I said her contract is on Hicks station head state okay. uh, letterhead that's her company right so you're saying that the promoter signed her contract right so uh, what is it it's, it's a contract is a, an agreement between two parties doesn't matter who wrote it they it both agreed does. to it it kind of does I, why because if, if you can go through this tangent that you did i can believe that they falsified that all right <laughs> this is like no okay whatever okay if Let's you're telling me on. you can't you can't see Let's where the promo on. of something is is important or how the way that it's presented to the uh, audience or to the media, then how how can I not believe that they maybe f- falsified that document? You're pulling that out of your ass, right out of your. But ass. you're pulling this idea that she is unaware of what's happening in in <laughs> in the way that the show is being promoted. That's I crazy to me. No, I didn't say that. You did say that she you said that she's this is not the only thing that she has no, going I, on. I, I said, I don't know what she knew. She had a contract that said that she was a headliner. So I don't know what she knows about promotion. I have no idea. She's been in a, the, the business for what, 30 years? And you, you don't think that she's aware of how this works? I didn't say she doesn't know how this works. What do you say? Because I, I, I thought I heard you I say said, that she's not aware. No, I said, I don't know what she's aware of. So why would she not at least take a second thought and say, wait a minute, Sydney, why, why are they promoting it this way? Take, a, take another look at this. I'm not saying this from the standpoint of a woman what who I'm has saying, a grudge against the industry and feels like no, she is no. always being undermined. So why would she not be more vigilant and trying to go after whoever wrote this contract to make sure that things are on the up and up? What evidence do you have that she did not? Based on what she said. What did she say? She went on a whole diatribe against DL. So if DL right. felt like he had a contract that said one thing and she yeah. had a contract that said one another thing, right. why is she going after DL and not the promoter? What did she say she was told? By who? Apparently the promoter. So you're going to take the promoter's word, who someone who might have given you an identical contract to the other person that you have a beef with. Well, she obviously doesn't know that he... She doesn't know he had a contract. That's my point. They both didn't she know. She doesn't know how to do business. That's the point? I said that earlier. That's why I say there's a janky promoter at, at work here. I think it's her. She's a janky person. She doesn't know how to do business. And she doesn't know how to resolve uh, any issues that, that she has. That, that may be true, but it didn't come out of nowhere. How mm. she handles it, not the way that I probably would. But look, she felt attacked and she came out. And she attacked. 
And the shit was funny until he's, she started talking about his wife and the DL stuff. I thought that I was a little over the line. Don't but, fight back, Ichi. Don't fight back. Decoding 40. Now, here we go. That magical part of the hour. What'd you learn today, fellas? Oh, oh I could talk. Um, <laughs> I learned that uh, Herschel Walker is a dumb dummy. And the fact that he is running for a Senate seat in our government is laughable. And it's it just kind of it, it, it kind of fits into the whole this is the end of the world shit. It's like that movie Idiocracy. It's like this is where we're at. They'll yeah. start fucking feeding the crops Gatorade. That's that's yeah. we're like five minutes from that. So I, we're on that bullet train already. Yeah. We, we yeah. <laughs> I learned that um, when you go into Dollar Tree, make sure you have the nine cents tax. <laughs> <laughs> that's a dollar or nine. All I got is a dollar. Then you ain't getting the candy bar, motherfucker. And next thing you know, you're scraping. You're scraping on the floor of Dollar Tree. And I have learned that uh, Monique needs to uh, try her hand in a different uh, industry. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us for another exceptional hour. I uh, hope that you've been entertained and that this weekend, if you're listening to this on a Friday, will be amazing for you. Please be sure to check us on your favorite platforms at, at Decoding40. Uh, be sure to give us a call if you've enjoyed the show, if you hated the show, or if you're absolutely indifferent to the show. That number is 619-940-4040. And with that said, be all that you can be. Until the next time, peace. 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 Thank you for listening to Decoding 40. Tune in this and every Friday via your favorite platform for a new episode of Decoding 40. Go to www.decoding40.com. Make sure you sign up so you can keep following us. But don't keep it to yourself. Spread the word. Thank you for listening to Decoding 40, <laughs> goddammit.